Welcome to the Pop In. It's the other podcast that Popstars does where we run through their big music stories and new music releases of the week. We're going to talk about the Slime You Out song by Drake and Scissor coming up. Also, Tate McRae is having a big streaming moment. The Madison Beer album's out. We get new music this week from Kylie Minogue and Doja Cat, two of the most anticipated records of the year. And we have just started recording after the release of a long-awaited Kim Petras album. It's all coming up on the Pop In. Pop Hello, Sam Murphy. You're so problematic. I am problematic. (laughs) Not as problematic as Kim, but slightly problematic. I mean, look, there's been a lot of of conversation around her problematicness over the years, but let's talk about this record in particular that comes at such a strange time in a cycle of things, because this was meant to be her major label debut a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, it's... It's very bizarre that this has arrived today. Yeah. So, last year, this album was scrapped. It leaked almost in its entirety. She basically came online, told fans the record had been scrapped by the label. They're free to listen to the leaks if they like. She worked on a different record, Feed the Beast, which came out this year, to mixed reviews, probably more um, heading in a negative than a positive way. Yep. And now today, just ahead of a tour, she drops Problematic, the original album that got scrapped. So Amazing. I, Perfect. I feel like she's gone like, Shouldn't have tried for the whole mainstream thing. Let's just go back to what plan A was. <laughs> yeah, which is good. I really, really like that she's done this because it this is good, was actually. this was exactly the music that I first fell in love with Kim Petras for because this was the real like saccharine pop revival. She was one of the first that did it about five years ago with tracks like Heart to Break and with I Don't Want It At All. And it's kind of wonderful to hear her back in that space, but also that sort of French electro kind of influence as well. Yeah. It just feels right. And I think there's now context for it. Things like the Addison Ray record feel like really good context to release something that the core fans know exists, but then the peripheral ones don't actually know about yet. And it's a fully new yeah. experience for them, but it's kind of validating to the fans that have already been singing along to these records for so long. There feels like there's there's, there's context for this now, and maybe we're going to see some more of those, you know, people like Charlie XCX putting scrap records out in the future. I know, I do wonder that. Charlie feels particularly like she sits on her vault and she's not going to let it open. Um, Mm. Whereas I feel like Kim's been much more open to discourse about Problematic as a record. And to be honest, like, she should have just dropped this in the first place. It's ten times better than Feed the Beast. Way more cohesive. Feels like it was actually worked on as an album. Unfortunately, it is the one that was worked on majority with Dr. Redacted. Yeah, the credits are are an interesting zone. Um, Yeah, probably just best not to look. Yeah, just enjoy the records for what they are. <laughs> Art and artist, once again, we're having that conversation. But it's yeah, it's Jesus. it's fucking fun, though. It really is. And, yeah, I really like how sort of simple the structure of a lot of these things are. The Paris moment is a smart, you know, sensible thing for her to do. Um, yeah, the cover yeah. is iconic. Absolutely. Iconic. Iconic. I saw um, her Twitter profile picture earlier today was just her um, uncensored boobs. I'm not sure if she's had to take that down. Nope, still there. Still there? Well, knowing Twitter these days. Yeah, well, that's Twitter Twitter for you these days. Is it? It's just how anything goes on Twitter at the moment. Um, Okay, that's good to know. As long as you're not cancelling people, apparently. Oh, yep. (laughs) Yep, that's right there. 
Go her. Slay. Go her. Big slay. I um, love it. Good moment for her. And I think you're right about she's been open to discourse around this record, but I think she's been one of the more open pop stars about the discourse around her career and her collaborators and um, yeah, and the, and the release kind of structure of how she's put things out. I actually think she's one of the few that engages with the process and engages with talking about the, the actual process of releasing records with her fans instead of just putting the music out. I think she's one of the better yeah. ones at that across her career. So this has some context to it for sure. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I think that the messiness and the kind of openness that was with her prior to Feed the Beast is something that she should pull back because mm. a pullback is in Bring It Back because Feed the Beast kind of felt like she was doing the whole like mainstream, just like smooth everything over, like sand down all the edges sort of thing. And it just didn't feel like her, I guess, and didn't yep. work. So... It's good to see her back to being her messy self. Bang. More mess, please. From an album that no one was anticipating coming out to two of the most anticipated records of the year, um, we've got brand new... We've got the Kylie album coming out, which is just... It's time. It's time. It's been so long waiting for it since Padam. And... Even though little snippets of every song leaked on TikTok like four months ago. A long but time ago. A long, yeah. long time ago. And there's been a leak. I know there's been a leak going around. Um, but, you know, this is the moment that we'll all get a chance to to bring it all, you know, bring it all together. Um, those who have heard the record have nothing but good things to say about it. Is this going to be another Kylie Imperial era, do we think? Yeah. I mean, I don't think even she could have anticipated the hype that's come for this record like Padam was obviously the chart moment tension I I read nothing but positive things about and the reviews coming out today of the record as you say are like very good Mm. um I've heard the album I don't think I have as glowing a review of it but I like it it's strong okay I do feel like Padam and tension are two of the strongest moments um. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. Okay, I've got, to, I've got to give it a few more listens, but no, that's good. We'll do a full unpack. <laughs> oh my when god, it's officially I just joked straight away. I was like, Kylie was like, die, bitch. Well, <laughs> you know, I would never say a negative word. I'm just saying, I saw a five star review of it, and I don't think it's a five star record. Yeah, okay, it's not bad at all. That's fair. That's fair. It's hard with Kylie as well because I feel like she's had. Um, you know, not in a negative way, but she's had so many albums, full stop, that trying to yeah. get a five out of five album from her in 2023 is a really difficult feat. It almost feels impossible Hard. for her to match her standard because she set the yeah. bar so high on so many of those albums. And she's also disappointed with a few albums for some fans. So it, it feels... We've talked about them, haven't we? Of course. Didn't we do a double bumper episode of Kiss Me... Kiss Me Once and Aphrodite. Aphrodite. We did. And then I think we've also done the one that had feels so good on it. Um, Was that Into the Blue? That's that's Kiss Me Once. Kiss Me Once, yeah. Oh, that's right. We've only done the one episode, but we we, could probably do another one. We could probably find another one. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it, though. And I feel like like I saw her doing, she played Radio 2 in the UK. They did a concert in the park on the weekend. I really, I've always liked this, but I particularly like it at the moment. I always love the way that she turns her 
more electronic records into live feeling moments. And I saw she's her do tension. She's excellent at it. And I saw her do tension. And I was actually really surprised at how, because that drop is so robotic and quite sort of um, soulless in a way, in a, yeah. in a good way. It's the it's the tent. It's the sort of moment in the in the record. But um, seeing her do that at the radio two event on the weekend, and they add these kind of like beautiful core like choir vocals over the top, and yeah, she's it was just really cool. And sometimes I need to see her do that to really understand the new songs as well. Mm. Like, I don't think I fully got Padam until she started interacting with it and, like, giving it some kind of visual side. And maybe that's going to be what comes as the record rolls out this week because um, maybe the songs just need some kind of Kylie charisma added to them to fully get them. Yeah, and that's exactly what she brings is that enormous charisma that I think, yeah. you know, from from all reports so far, and I'm sure you'll we'll, we'll both provide some more context around that next week, it feels like she's bringing some of that charisma to this album as well. There's another big album coming. Is it, uh, It's an album, right? I'm so out of the it's loop an album. at the moment. Yeah, yeah it's a Doja Cat Come album. On. I know. Um, you know, we've got this number one single at the moment on the Hot 100 with Paint the Town Red. It's pretty much the same in Australia and the UK as well. It's an enormous record. Um Will it? Yeah. Will the album be able to match the hype? Do you think? I've heard like little snippets coming through on Twitter, and they sound incredible. It's mm. giving like the Eminem show meets like I don't know, like late early two thousands Jay Z meets like Nicki Minaj um, meets like Lauren Hill's kind of like more organic production. Like all of it is just, it's a really cool sound that she's figured out. And what I love about it is like Paint the Town Red is the most organic hit ever. Mm. Um, Apart from the fact that every TikTok I've filmed today has attached Paint the Town Red as a song to it immediately. (laughs) Um, But, (laughs) but you know, like there's been none of these like, crazy marketing campaigns where they're selling like digital copies on top of like physical copies and like doja cats on instagram every day being like bye 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 it's it just really naturally caught fire and has gone to like every edge of the globe so quickly yeah um and i just i mean we've talked about it so much but i'm just like consistently impressed by doja cat as a pop star um, I don't really care if she can rap or not. I think she can rap, but I don't really care about her proving that. I think as a yep. much bigger, broader pop star, she's absolutely incredible. She completely transcends genre and has done for a long completely. time. But coming back closer to those rap roots, if you will, has just proven that she transcends genre because she's making rap songs that are some of the hookiest and catchiest motherfuckers that we've heard all year. Yeah. Like, and every time I hear Paint the Town Red still, it's just, yeah, it's a perfect song. It's an absolutely like perfect song. how are you going to take, like, a late 90s sounding hip-hop track chopped up with a soul sample mm. and turn it into, like, one of the biggest earworms of the year? It's just crazy. Like, it doesn't sound like anything. Maybe it's, it's in Kill Bill's kind of lane, if anything. But apart from that, there's nothing I can attach it to on a, in a mainstream sense. Yeah. And Kill Bill is still much more, you know, sing-songy than than Paint the Town Red. But yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's it's kind of it's absolutely wild. If she's got two more Paint the Town Red levels on this album, it's album of the year. Smasher. It's it's over. Yeah. Um, watch it's this over. space. We'll bring you a review next week. 
we'll write it out of five. I think she's the Grammys deadline for this year. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. yeah Grammys which is are like interesting because she'd they? be right up there. Yeah, I think she's missed. She's just missed it potentially. 2025, baby. It's all hers. That's scary to think that an album that we're going to get on Friday is going to be in the 2025 Grammy Awards. That's 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 weird to think about. I know, isn't it crazy? <laughs> yeah, the the deadline's just passed. Ah, well, so she'll be next year. Has it passed for Madison Beer, who we should talk about now? It so hasn't passed for Madison Beer. Not that hey. I think it matters very much, um, <laughs> but. Not because the album's bad, yeah. just because I, d- I don't think the Grammys has their eye on Madison Beer just yet. Well, sh- they should. Um, so we've got this album now called Silence Between Songs. It's so, so grand and Very opulent. grand. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. What were you it expecting feels- going into it? I mean, she said that it was a mix of Tame Impala and Lana Del Rey, so I was expecting that, and that's exactly what it delivers sometimes to to the (laughs) point of where... (laughs) I don't know if I've said this before, but it reminds me of the X Factor New Zealand thing where Natalia kills, like, (laughs) says that that contestant is trying to rip off her husband. Her husband. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like moments like that with Tame Impala, but I'm not mad because I think the songs are very good, actually. Mm. I got more of a Marin Morris and almost a Casey Musgraves kind of feel from Did some you? of it as well. Yeah, particularly early on. I think songs like... Oh, I need to listen with that lens. If you, that's now. the lens I went... And I think some of the, like, the imagery as well is kind of a little bit, you know, it's a little bit country in a way. And... That's true. Yeah, if you if you really listen she to she writes it, a killer ballad. Yeah, as in Madison does. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, this album is like, it's like the tick. It, it, it's the Lana Del Rey that like TikTok girls love. It's that sort of like Lana Del Rey core that's through it's this. It's definitely album. Lana Del Rey core. Yeah. It's like Lana Del Rey Gen Z. Like reappropriation sort of thing. That's exactly it. Yeah, which is I, I I need some time with it to understand whether that's got staying power or whether it is just taking a pastiche and applying it to mo- modern pop records. I don't know yet. I feel like you could be right. Like that could be it, mm. or it could have the Sabrina Carpenter like emails I can't send effect. Yeah, where it just continues to grow and grow and grow as more people discover it. I know, like, the early love is really there for it from her fans. Yep. I'm wondering if it has the legs to go further than that. I'm not sure yet. We, but we like Madison. We've liked Madison for a while. I don't know if I have, to be honest. I haven't known much about her. <laughs> but now I know about her. <laughs> I loved that last record, though. I loved you, Life Support. You loved that. What was the song Boy you shit. loved? Boy Shit. Boy yeah. Shit. Yeah, and I liked the Charlie XCX one, which was um, pretty bad. It had one of the Migos rappers on it. <laughs> That's right. But but I liked yeah. it. I was getting her. What at, was it? I, I was getting Madison now. Beer and Addison Ray confused for a little while there as well. Me too. Yeah. yeah. But Madison Beer, I didn't realize, was like a child star. Like, she's, she was a Ryan Beatty-esque kind of person. I think she was signed to Scooter Braun very early on. Oh, really? 
Yeah, she has songs from like 2013. So she's a bit of a child prodigy who's broken out, which is always a good vibe as we discussed with Ryan. Maybe we should um, do a bit more of a dive into Madison. Because I didn't, um, yeah, I didn't know how far back it went. It goes very far back. And I suppose it makes sense 10 years on from your first single to go into this sort of like whimsical, bohemian, chic sort of feel where you're um, detaching yourself from modern conveniences and yeah. becoming more one with the world. That's from the From modern vibe. conveniences. Yeah. It sounded like she's um, detaching herself from like Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> It's literally becoming bohemian chic in 2023 is just like your screen time going from eight hours a day to six. That's <laughs> that's detaching from modern conveniences. It's as far she as she actually had her come up posting covers to YouTube in early 2012. Be again substantial media coverage when Justin Bieber posted a link to one of her covers. Wow, made by Bieber. Made by Beebs. Another money, made by Beebs. Any money with Scooter saying, hey, I found this girl. Can you post about her so she gets Absolutely, some morality? Absolutely, if she was involved with him. Absolutely. Apparently, there's a song about Scooter Braun on the album called King of Everything. Oh, oh my God. Is that about him? Apparently, yeah. Oh. All right. Juice. Juice 10 yeah. years on. They're all talking. <laughs> Drake and Scissor have a song called Slime You Out. Slime you out. Which I from the title I didn't want to listen to, but I've realized it's not what I thought Slime You Out meant. It's um What did you think it was? I, <laughs> I don't don't say it. I'm not gonna say it, but I thought if you swap swap the word slime for something else, I thought that's what it was about. I thought it was just like a really gross, like way of explaining that like a sexual yeah innuendo yeah and so i was Oof. like i don't want to listen to this but then i worked out as not why is drake like the ickiest man on the i know planet? i presumed because it was drake <laughs> that that's what it was going to be about <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was well, there are some real zingers on this thing mm. um lyrically whipped and chained you like american slaves <sighs> What's the one about, like, life insurance till you're 150 or something? Or It's something like that. Or child support, something like that. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Anyway, he's just going on about how he's just paying for all these girls' lifestyles. Lyrically, no good. Uh, ex- except for um, Scissor, like, does a phenomenal job. But yeah. I do like hearing him back in this kind of R&B pocket, like this take care sort of vibe, yeah. which is the Drake that I love. So it's nice to hear him back in that, but he's just like one of the most cringy people on the planet. <laughs> totally. I do have one um, problem with the with the track from a sonic perspective. Scissor comes in so fucking loud at the start when she goes, "Damn, it's the it's so loud compared to Drake's oh, really? verse." Yeah, it, it just it really okay, struck me in the mix. I was like, "This is evidently recorded in two different studios, and no one's bothered to look at the the." volume between the two well scissor and drake dated so it's interesting to have them maybe dated or had a thing for Mm. some at some point so yeah maybe they didn't want to jump in the studio together maybe of course um we'll say all this and then i'll go into the deep dive um on genius and it'll say they recorded it in the same room 
Yeah. <laughs> Probably all the same microphone. I'm on Genius now and I can't see any notes about it, so you might be okay. Okay, good. Um, yeah. But are you up on the Halle Berry drama? Yeah, so this? he he wanted to... Did he want to use a photo of her being slimed? Like... Yes. When the song was announced, that's the photo that was used. But um, she'd already said no to it, right? Yeah, she'd apparently said no, he used it anyway... And then hasn't used it as the official single cover. The official single cover is just the album cover. Um, but, yeah, she was very cross about it. Fair, fair enough. That's very reasonable. Don't want to be dragged into but this. But it is on Getty Images, so I don't really, underst- I don't, I don't really oh. understand the whole thing. Yeah, if he pays for it, he's got full usage rights. He did pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. But then okay. he asked her, she said no, and he was like, he did it anyway. Like, why ask in the first place? Yeah. But then was it meant to be the cover art and it didn't end up being the cover art instead of drawing that looks like it was done by a left-handed well, three-year-old? Well, that's the album art and it was actually done by a child. It's, okay. It was done by his his child. Oh, his child. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry to his child for the rudeness around the image. Um, yeah, it is, it's, a, it's a nice song sonically. Um, <laughs> I like hearing them together. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, Tate McRae has this song called Greedy. And it's going quite bananas on the streams, which she's done. I remember She's All I Want to Be streamed really, really well um, as it continued as well, which for a song that sounded like it did, almost a pop rock song, didn't feel at the time like it was, you know, the the type that would stream its tits off. But... um, she seems to be making this happen, even you know, regardless of the genre, even in a more, you know, slightly more hip hop infused track. Yeah, I feel like she's got like the streamers love Tate McRae, mm. but this is I didn't realize that it had been teased for so long on TikTok, but apparently yep. that contributed to the initial hype. Yep. Um, the credits are pretty impressive though. It's a Ryan Tedder produced song, produced, and it's also got yeah. Produced and written, and it's also got Amy Allen on it. Oh, yeah. And someone called Jasper Harris. Yeah, who I'm not familiar with. No, but good luck to him. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the song's a smash, and the video is, like, really, really tight. She's such a good dancer. Like, she's just made to be a pop star, so I'm happy to see this popping off for her. Jasper Harris produced First Class by Jack Harlow. So... (laughs) Is a okay. reasonably large That's song in the genius. discography. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good, it's a good track. I just, my, I think I've said this before, but Tate falls into that group of artists for me who hasn't had the song yet. She's had really, really good you songs. Don't think you broke me first is no. I think because I think part of the thing with you broke me first was um, it sort of fell into the ocean eyes category. So it had this really, oh, you had this I don't beautiful, know if I agree. you had this ballady version, and then there was also the radio version, which was a Lucas Schreiner remix as well. So it didn't get to cut through as itself. It was sort of, you know, really? in, in two different worlds. Yeah, the radio version was a Lucas Schreiner remix, at least in Australia. I don't know about the oh. US. Um, they don't play ballads on the radio in Australia. Anything below a mood two, um, the, but like, and I agree. I agree with you. It's an excellent kind of perfect song, but. It's. I don't know whether it's the song for her. I don't know whether she's had the song yet. I think that got close. I think she's all I want to be was close as well. I'm still kind of waiting for like the cut through, you know, mega hit, and I don't think she's far off it. And I don't think it's to negate any of the work that she's done on, on these singles. I just ha- I just don't think I've heard the track yet. 
but I feel like it's. I feel like you broke me first was the track. Like I feel like it really shone through as a Tate song, and like she really kind of was a pioneer of that sound. Yeah, it doesn't give me Billy particularly. It's got one point two billion streams. Um. So not not a bad result. Not bad. No, no, it's definitely cut through, and it's definitely cut through. I just I do agree that she's chopped and changed sounds a little bit, mm. but she's still very young. And I don't know whether there was enough context of her and and people across her at when you broke me first came out to yeah make that the wow moment. It sort of was more of a slow burn towards. It was definitely nah. a slow burn. Yeah. That's what I mean. I d- yeah, it's not, to, it's not to say the song's not perfect. No, you're um, just shitting on her. Yeah, just shitting on her. Young girl trying her best. That's so true. She's, she was a great interview. Loved, loved talking to her. She was fun. Um, yeah, yeah and that's what I, I mean. actually interviewed her too. She's char- very good. She's so charismatic and like smart yeah. and she's been an entertainer since she was a child. She's an ex- yeah, exceptional dancer. And, you know, and, and not to take away from 10.35 with Tiesto as well, which became a runaway hit over the summer here. Um, yeah. You know, she's had big songs. I'm just waiting for that, like, Tate McRae is a megastar household name song. And I don't think it's far. Okay. I think it's probably coming. Well, in it could album. be so, this. Yeah. yeah this it could song's be th- really it could be this. doing extremely well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been fast. It's, what is it on Global today? It was 17, it's- I think I just looked at. 17. Well, it seems to have fallen quite quickly. Well, yeah, there's. <laughs> I looked at top songs global and it's not there. Top 50 global, it's at 17. Oh, top 50. Yeah, I was in. Oh, top 50 global, 17. Okay, Couldn't tell you crazy. the difference between the two. Yeah, 2.6 million streams. Yeah, it's really. That's really, really. Yeah, strong. that's great. Yeah. Um, all right. Good luck to Tate and good luck to you with the rest of your life. We'll catch you for another pop in. Um, hey. Oh. oh. No, the done. listener. Uh, our listener. <laughs> yeah, we're done. It's incredible. In 26 minutes this week. Incredible scenes. Um, we'll be back with a flop stars this week. You'll be pleased to know. We're back to regular programming. Yeah, finally We, we have a bit it. of capacity. So we'll be back to... Uh, I mean, I don't, but uh, we're going to make it happen. Um, we'll be back to regular programming this week. Let us know what you think. Has Tate McRae had her mega hit? Let us know in the, in the reply section on Spotify. Prove me wrong or prove Sam wrong. This is the beauty of yeah, music debate. Take a side. Pick a, t- pick a like side, any side. A- have some fans with this one. Yeah, true. Actually, can you hear me? Oh, no, don't worry. Um, all right. We'll catch you next week for another pop-in. Have a lovely week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.